Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Clark Kent's effort to help save powers against the restaurant racketeers goes unheeded as the terrorized victim refuses to admit he is being pushed through the wall. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Well, uh, New Year's Eve is the time when you sort of take stock of the past year and, and make plans for the new year. And uh, say, while you're about it, it's a good time to take stock of your collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet and uh, make plans for getting some more. Because you don't want to miss out on the fun that all the fellows and girls are having with this new series of pet comic buttons. You want to be right in there pitching when they're swapping duplicates. And uh, say, I bet you'd kind of like to, to collect more buttons than the rest of the gang yourself, wouldn't you? You know, these bright-colored buttons really show up when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dress or your cap. And there are pictures of your favorite comic strip characters like Cook uh, and Casper or, uh, or Barney Google or Superman himself. Now, there were 18 new and different buttons in this new series, so remind Mom to keep you stocked up on Kellogg's Pets because that's the only way you can get these nifty prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere, but every time you open a package of Pets, there's your comic button inside, and there's some mighty swell eating, too, believe me. Kellogg's Pets is so crisp and fresh, so loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor that, well, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom to get you plenty of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pets. And now, the adventures of Superman. Unknown to Superman and the police, Professor Blessing and Froggy, two racketeers who had fled Metropolis after almost causing the deaths of cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and copy boy Beanie Martin, have returned to the city and engaged in a new racket. Making a deal with the owner of a run-down, worthless little lunch wagon to sell it for $2,000, $1,500 of which was to go to himself, Professor Blessing placed an advertisement in the Daily Planet. Apparently, the ad bore fruit. For a few days later, Clark Kent received a phone call from a young man named Dave Powers, who said he was now certain that he'd been victimized by racketeers in the purchase of a lunch wagon. On the phone, Powers offered to give Kent all the details. But when Kent and Jimmy Olsen arrived at the little diner, Powers, clearly very nervous, said he had changed his mind. Then he practically ordered the two reporters from the premises. As we join them now, Kent and Jimmy, both very puzzled, are still standing outside the diner. Figure it out, Mr. Kent. What do you mean, Jim? Well, first this fellow Dave Powers tells you to hustle down and get his story, but when we get here, he practically throws us out. Why? I don't know. But it's clear that Dave Powers is scared, Jim. Scared? Petrified with fear. That's why he wouldn't talk. But what's scaring him? That's what I don't know. But apparently something happened between the time he called us and our arrival. Come on, let's go. Where? Back to the office? Certainly not. Powers said he was victimized in a racket, and the Daily Planet is conducting a racket-busting campaign, isn't it? Well, yeah, but... Also, Powers said he got into trouble because of an advertisement he read in the Planet. So it's... What a... advertisement? 
I'm not sure. From what he said, I gathered it. Uh-oh. Start walking. They're watching us. Who is? Dave Powers and the two tough-looking customers in his lunch wagon. But I... No, no, no. Don't turn around, Jim. Keep walking to that drugstore across the street. I'm beginning to see a light. <laughs> Oh, uh, a cup of hot chocolate, I guess. How about you, Jim? Uh, malted milk for me, please. Strawberry. And with whipped cream, if you have it. One chocolate, one strawberry malt. Papa. Mr. Kent, what did you mean before when you said you were beginning to see a light? So far, Jim, it's just an idea suggested by those two men. What two men? The ones in Dave Powers' lunch wagon. You see, Jim, they were all through eating when we got there, just fiddling with their empty coffee cups. But they're still there. Oh, so what? It's cold outside. They're probably just killing a little time in the diner where it's warm. Could be, but I noticed something else peculiar about them. Something harder to explain. Yeah? What's that? They're both carrying guns. What? They are? Uh-huh. 45. Gosh, how do you know? Huh? Oh, uh, I, I, I just happened to notice it. But, but how? I didn't notice it, and I passed right well, by. Well, no, never mind the details now, Jim. I tell you, they're carrying guns. They look tough, too. Yeah, I noticed that, all right. Look, maybe we ought to call the police. No, no, not yet. At least until we have more reason to suspect those men, because they may be watchmen, or persons who have police permits to carry guns for one reason or another. Maybe. But then why is Dave Powers so scared? That's what we're going to find out. How? Can't find out by sitting here, and he won't tell us. So where are we? We'll try Powers again after those men leave the lunch wagon. I've got a hunch that if we get him alone, he'll talk. I don't know. The whole thing doesn't make sense to me. No, to me either, so far. That young fellow is in trouble. Serious trouble. And besides, our paper is involved. So we're seeing this through, Jim. Now, just relax and sit tight for a while. Hey, uh, one hot chocolate and a strawberry mullet. We've been sitting in this drugstore over an hour now. What's going to be? Patience, Jim. Those two fellas are still in Powers' lunch wagon across the street. I know, but how much longer can they stay? Have they got a home to go to or a job? Maybe they're working at their job right now. And killing time in Dave Powers' diner? Uh-huh. But keepers, what for? Maybe to make sure he doesn't tell us or anybody else about how he was taken for $2,000 by some swindling racket. Gee whiz, if you really think that's so, shouldn't we report this to Inspector Henders? Oh, we'll wait a little while longer. Uh-oh. No. Come on, Jim. Where? What happened? Two men are leaving the lunch wagon. Oh, that's right. Come on, let's... Wait a minute. Don't go out yet. Stand here behind the door. Why? What are we waiting for? Him to get out of sight. Oh. Hey... Look, they're coming this way. Gosh, Mr. Kent, maybe... Relax, relax. They just had the car parked in front of this door. See, they're getting into it. Why, that's a relief. For a minute there, I thought we might be in for it. Don't worry. Nothing can happen to you when you're with me. Oh, no. I suppose bullets just bounce off you like off Superman, huh? Of course they do. I mean... What did you say, Jim? Say, what did you mean by that, Mr. Kent? By what? Do you know you just said bullets bounced off you like they do off Superman? What? I said that? Yeah, and this isn't the first time you said something like that and then caught yourself. Really? Gosh, Mr. Kent, sometimes I think maybe you are... Oh, don't be silly, Jim. Come on, and then drove away. Now, you and I are going to have another little talk with Dave Powers. And this time, we must find out what this is all about. I know you're in trouble, and I want to help you. But first, you might I tell me... I told you I changed my mind, Mr. Kennedy. Oh. I made a mistake when I called you up this afternoon. But look, oh. forget it and leave me alone, will you? All right, but just tell me this. 
Did those two men who just left here have anything to do with your sudden change of mind? Oh, well, what do you mean? What two men? I oh, don't play dumb, Mr. Powers. You just know... a minute, Jim. Let me handle it, please. There isn't anything to handle. I'm not in any trouble, I tell you. Everything's fine. Just dandy. But you don't forget I ever called you up and go back to your paper, will you, please? But you said our paper was partly responsible for your being swindled out of $2,000, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. But I made a mistake, I tell you. So will you please get out now and let me alone? Because if you don't, they might have... Who might what? Uh, nobody, nothing. You mean the two men who were here might come back, don't you? Uh, no, no, I didn't mean that. Oh, who are you kidding? I'm not kidding. I... Look, Powers, I know you need help, and you need it badly. No, I don't. It's I... perfectly obvious that you're in fear of your life. Now, I assure you that the Daily Planet and the police department will protect you and help you out of whatever jam you're in if you'll only cooperate. No, no, I can't. I'll be a dead pigeon if I talk. Keepers, and those guys I were... tell you, nothing will happen to you, Powers. Just tell me what... Holy smoke. Mr. Kent, look. They came back. Yeah, we came back. So you decided to forget our warning about talking to these newspaper guys, hey, Powers? No, no, I didn't. Oh, I... no? No, I was we just... We warned a... you, Powers. Now, wait a minute. You Shut up, you. Mr. Kent, they've got guns. I got this coming, Powers. Okay, Bobo. Let him have it. No, don't. Jim, Dave, hit the floor. Shouting out to Jimmy Olsen and Dave Powers to fall to the floor, Clark Kent leaps forward as the pistols in the hands of the two gunmen blaze. We'll be back in a moment with the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, gang, do you get uh, just a little bit impatient uh, sometimes when mother or dad tells you over and over again to be sure to look both ways before you cross the street? Uh, do you think to yourself, uh, gosh, nothing's going to happen to me? Well, uh, now that's what is known as the wrong attitude. Sure, because accidents can happen to you. Serious accidents, perhaps the very first and the only time that you don't look both ways. And uh, the same goes for jaywalking, you know, crossing the street in the middle of the block instead of at the intersection, and uh, sleigh riding and coasting on streets used by uh, cars and trucks, and playing in the streets and, and hitching rides on cars or wagons and, and crossing the street against a red light, and all the things that, that you know that you shouldn't do, but, you know, you just get in a hurry and a little careless sometimes. So keep that in mind, won't you? Like the rest of our swell Superman gang, don't give an accident one single chance to catch up with you. <laughs> A moment ago, two gunmen, believing that Dave Powers had exposed them to Clark Kent and Jim Olsen, fired point blank at the young Munchwagon proprietor. But at the precise moment that their guns blazed, Kent, moving with the swiftness of light, leaps between them and their targets. A few seconds later, the door slams behind them, as without pausing to make sure of their quarry, the gunman dashed out, leaped into a waiting car, and roared off. Out of my way, Dave. No, wait, Mr. Kent. Let's go of me. I've got Don't to get... go, Mr. Kent. They'll kill you, too. Don't be ridiculous. What do you mean they'll kill me, too? Huh? Who else got your pal, Olsen? Jim. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, look on the floor behind the counter. That's impossible. They couldn't have shot him. I caught all the bullets. You what? Uh, I mean, I... Oh, skip it. Jim. Jim. Poor kid. He looks done for. No. No, his heart's beating. I've got to get him to a hospital. I'll call up for an ambulance. No, I can't wait for that. I'll get in there faster without one. Hey, what are you, Superman? Yes. Huh? Uh, 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 no, I, I mean... Uh, I'll grab a cab. Now, come on up with I'll you, kid boy. I'll come along with you. No, 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 you don't have to. But I feel responsible if I hadn't been Look, for me. Look, it wasn't your fault, Mr. Powers. But the best way for you to prevent this from happening to you or anyone else is to open up and tell everything you know. Okay, Mr. Ken, I'll talk. Okay. Now, you call Inspector Henderson at police headquarters and tell him what happened. Okay. And tell him I ask that he please do nothing until he hears from me. I'll be in touch with him as soon as I get Jim to a hospital. Right. But what about... Never mind. Lock the door after me and stay put here until I get back. I'm going to get whoever's responsible for doing this to Jim if it's the last thing I do. The 
frightened, Dave Powers closes and locks the door behind him. Clark Kent, carrying the unconscious form of Jim Olsen, ducks out of sight behind the diner. In a flash, he stands revealed in his true identity as Superman. A moment later, up, up, and away! of red and blue, the man of steel zooms up into the sky and rockets toward the Metropolis Hospital. What has happened to Jim Olsen? Can it be that Superman, in his haste to save the life of Dave Powers, overlooked one bullet which found its way to the young reporter? And what is behind the attempt on the life of the lunch wagon proprietor? The secret he refused to reveal until after the shooting. Tomorrow, New Year's Day, we will not be on the air. But on Thursday, day after New Year's, Superman goes into action in real earnest. So don't miss it. Remember to tune in again Thursday. Same time, same station. Until then, a happy new year to you all. In the meantime, listen to the thrilling broadcast of two football classics, the Cotton Bowl game between Arkansas and Louisiana State and the annual East-West All-Star Game brought to you on this network beginning at 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time tomorrow, New Year's Day. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pat, the Sunshine Serial. Hey, think of the wonderful toasty things that taste good on a frosty morning and you think of something crisp, crunchy, crinkly. Crumbles, sure, there's that name again, slips in every time. Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles, just seems to go with words like crisp and crunchy. It's such a toasty kind of cereal, sort of sweet and mellow rich. And you know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. So uh, when you think of good tasting words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, that means crumbles for breakfast, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us on Thursday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>